rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, here we go. Hi, everyone. Yo. Okay, my name is Tara Devlin. I'm not looking too good. I'm looking at myself. I don't feel well. I'm just letting you know. I'm surprised I'm even on the air. I had a migraine all day today. And I tried to get the phones to work today. I was on the phone with the people from friggin' callinstudio.com, and we couldn't get it to work. So I'm a little bit frazzled, and I that I just had this low-grade migraine. I I've suffered from migraines my entire life since I was a kid, since from the time I was 11. I started getting migraines, and sometimes they come and go, whatever. I I know I have one because I have, I'm kind of uh, sick to my stomach, so, and I feel really like my vision is a little fucked up. That's what happens with me. I get, they're called ocular migraines. Anyway, whatever, nobody gives a shit um, to hear this. I'm sur- I was debating whether to to come on or not, but whatever. I said, look, hey, I said to myself, go on the air and see what happens, right? That's how we do things now. Since Trump is president, we just do shit and we see what happens. We don't think about anything. And maybe I'll puke on air. Maybe that'll get me some more patrons. Anyway, that's why I have soda here. Hold on. Excuse me. Don't mean to drink in your ear, but I really don't mean to. I don't want to puke in your ear either. So, and what else? Um. Then I said, "Fuck it." Right? We do it anyway. This is how I always say life. In life, you get clean anyway. You wake up anyway. I mean, get clean, get sober. You know, anyway. Despite how you feel, you do it anyway. So. Despite how I feel physically right now, you do it anyway. It's only two hours, I said. To myself, self, it's two hours. You can do it. And if not, I if I end up having to cut the show early, whatever, what I'll have to do for Progressive Voices, I thought, I'm just sharing it with you, is use the show from the other day and cut that down to two hours and give that to Progressive Voices. So that might be the one on... The sh- on the uh, podcast tomorrow on Progressive Voices, but it may not. We'll see what happens. We might get through. I don't feel that bad right now. Otherwise, I wouldn't be on the air, but I do feel a little bit nauseous, and my head hurts a little. So, whatever. What else is new? I hope I'm not dying of an aneurysm. That's the other thing. Because I have, I've had um, migraines my entire life, I always think, that I'm in danger of dying of an aneurysm only because if I get an aneurysm that then I will assume it's a migraine you know what I mean and not get help so I I wonder about that yes um yeah and uh, what else because I had a very good friend who died of an aneurysm in the year 2000 and I think of her every day in fact, that's her picture right behind me. That picture over there in the corner, that's her. That's Katrina. She was my first sponsor 
and the program. And she really saved my life. I'll I'll tell you her story another day. So, but yeah, that was pretty horrible, tragic uh, occurrence. But that's how you you know life is short. You don't know what's going to happen. She only she died at age forty two, and had she was just an amazing person. So and taught me a lot. I'm here right now because of her. So that's why I think a lot. Of, here's the other thing that I think I'm sharing. Why the hell not? Right. That's why we're here. Is uh, I it's sort of like a debt. Right, you do. You get when somebody gives you a present, you say thank you. When somebody gives you the present of giving you your life back or helping you get your life back, well, how do you thank that person? Do you say "f you" and just degrade yourself, de- disparage your life? No, or do you try to make the best of your life by making the world a better place? In the in, in my opinion. Right, what I'm doing, what we're doing, we're we're doing this to leave the world better than we found it. And God damn it, it is in a lot of trouble. We need help. This this world is 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 on its. I always talk about the republic on its last legs. What about the world? The entire world. This is what happens when you have unfit. Uh, immoral monsters, greed-centered, selfish, disgusting. I don't even want to say pigs because pigs are charming and intelligent and they they contribute to society. So the, these are free... I don't even know. What are, what's, what's the word? Are they freaks? No. They're all too common. I wish they were the aberration. The, the, the how would how do you give these monsters power? Good, disgusting pricks. Yes, that's good. Thank you, Stephen. And before I keep before I go into it too. Actually, I'm feeling a little better now. I'm screaming, so thank you. I wanted to thank Hi Fi Guy, who gave me a super chat. And I missed out last show thanking him. When the Super Chats go, and oh, now I'm looking. Hi, Jim. Thank you. What the hell? Jim. Jim is always, he just shows up with a Super Chat. You don't feel, I, I really appreciate it, but you could do, you don't have to. You know what I mean? Don't feel the pressure to do a Super Chat every time. You can always just come and hang out. But I say, hello, that's great. Do a super chat if you can. Oh, shit. I just spilled. Do I have a napkin here? But you know what I'm saying. You're welcome, super chat or not, please. But thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's like we walk that fine line. I need, we need all the patrons we can get. So, thank you. And keep it coming because, uh... Eventually, we want to do this show as a daily show and then have the weekend shows to be our specials. So, yeah, it sucks. I hate, um, my brain is annoying. I hope I don't get an aneurysm. That would suck. But I guess it's, there's, there are worse ways to go. But I do know that my friend Katrina, who is 
and was a, it was an amazing person. That's what happened. She thought she had a migraine initially, and it just got worse. But it was an aneurysm. That's what it was, and she died. So, ugh, whatever. That's it. Life is not guaranteed. We're we're all on borrowed time, every one of us, and that's not even being morose. We're just keeping it real, and this is why we have the obligation to leave the world better than we found it. And what what the hell is going on? We we could do what we can. Yeah, we can recycle and care and give a shit and try to, I don't know. I mean, I don't eat meat. Other people, meatless Mondays, whatever the fuck you got to do. Okay, whatever. But it's not enough when you have the leadership dragging you into Dante's 15,000 fucking circle of nightmarish daymares. Forget the nightmares. If it was only nightmares. This shit is going into daymares. So, alright. What time is it? Okay. I just gotta keep an eye on it. and Because uh, it's the regular show. We're getting um, a little too loosey-goosey over here because I'm doing some weekday shows and we don't have to keep an eye on the time but the the fact is on Saturdays the show has to be two hours for progressive voices because it has to fit into that slot so there you go that's why we need a daily show there's many things we need we also I need a goddamn engineer like I said I was on the phone with some technis technical support people today trying to get the phones fixed we got to get these phones fixed if I can't get them fixed, with, I mean, they have to be fixed. We can't be the only show on earth that can't have a goddamn phone call. You know what I mean? But we need phone calls. I would, especially a day like today when I don't really feel well, it would be great to just open the phones and say, hey, yeah, it really is a show that we, we are doing together. <clears throat> you know? Because you can help me do the show. But no... We can't have that. We can't have nice things. And, yeah, and, and even guests. So we were able to have guests last time. I don't know what the hell happened. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, so what is going on is that the whoever's calling in can't hear me. They can hear everything else. They can hear the music that's played. They can hear the movies that we play, the sound effects. But they can't hear this microphone for some reason. So whatever this focus right, whatever it's called, focus right uh, audio, son of a bitch, two i two USB Scarlet audio something or other is not connected somehow. It's not connect. It's not being fucking heard. But I don't know why. How is it being blocked? Why is it being blocked? Okay. I'm sorry to uh, keep blabbering. So, I'm looking at the chat. I'm sorry. People are sharing about their losses in life. And that's one of our unifying uh, things that we have in common. We all, everybody has loss. And, which is another reason why we all need to be more compassionate with each other, uh, ultimately. But, yeah, we want, wouldn't it be great if we all try to bring out the best in each other and, and be compassionate to each other? But 
Not, I mean, then I think about, obviously there's some fucked up people, like anybody, I, I can't watch that show, there's some, people were telling me about that thing on Netflix, about, don't, it's called Don't Fuck With Cats, because I love cats, and I love animals, whatever, I just can't watch a show that has anything to do with hurting an animal, I can't handle it, and even though they catch the guy, but that that's a sick person who, this is a, he ends up killing a person as well, but that's the telltale sign, anybody who can hurt an animal can hurt a human being, and when I think of people like that, I think th those are broken people, not, they're not broken by a bad childhood there's there's something sick in their in their souls in their brains they are not humans and this is why with this we put we 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 strip them of the moniker of human we call them monsters we call them animals but they're not they're they're completely human but there's something wrong with them and selfishness it, to that degree is where you could take the life, uh, somebody else's life, which is your most precious commodity that any creature has. And this is why, and we've discussed this before, I don't eat meat, that's part on top of it, because I've had, I, I just had a, in my personal ev evolution uh, to not eating meat, to that understanding to see that all creatures, that's all they want. They want to live, even the smallest insect what happens when you go to smash it? It runs for its life because it wants to live. And I try not to kill anything if I can help it. Even though I get the exterminator comes every month. I mean, they just come every month. I don't, because luckily the, the apartment doesn't have a bug problem. I mean, it is New York, but... They, the, the exterminator comes, so I'm just, my point is, I'm not, you know what I'm saying, I will exterminate a bug, but I do feel bad about it, that's the, that's the conundrum, I do, I really do, I have a, I actually have a humane bug catcher in my house, because I try to save bugs if I can, <laughs> if I can, because it's, you know, they, that's their life, who the hell am I to take it? Just because it's inconvenient. I mean, I don't like m mosquitoes biting me. So, yeah. I I don't know. Maybe that's what separates us, uh, supposedly, from uh, from the animals, right? We have a conscience. We think about these things. We write, po we write poetry about stuff like this. We We see the bigger picture. And I do believe that. We're all connected. There is more here in this world than meets the eye. I don't, I mean, I've had, I'm not, I don't believe in the fucking God, so to speak, right? A man on a cloud making a list of who's naughty and who's nice. <laughs> Would you kill body lice? <laughs> yes, Stephen Lee, yes, because it would be, so, of course I would. It would, but because it would be attacking me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Draw the line at roaches. I know, I know. I do feel bad about roaches too, though. Even though they're disgusting, 
that's why I have the exterminator come every month, so I don't have to see them. They come every month, and they, they do a prophylactic spray around the house. Not that I'm lucky. I don't have, the building doesn't have a problem with it because, of, because they do that. They go, they have a guy come in all the time. So, you know what I mean? They do the garbage chute on a regular basis. They, they make sure that they don't get a foothold. Yes, I would kill body <laughs> Right? That's funny. <laughs> of course. I mean, this is the, but I, <clears throat> I feel bad. I would, would I feel bad for body lice? Probably not. <laughs> I never really thought of it. But thank you for th- thinking, making me think. Of, right? It's these ethical questions that you, when you push the line, where does it, how, how does that line move? So, but like I had a friend who was like, oh, I don't, um, I don't feel bad eating meat because I believe those animals were born in factory farms. So they were born to be meat. So they don't count. Like, so he considered himself a animal lover, but those ones, they're not, they're not like real to him. So, of course, we had a conversation about it. And he's like, well, that's my line. That's how I justify it or whatever. And, you know, he realized that it was bullshit because they all have feelings. They all suffer. They all want to live. They all love their mommies and the baby. I mean, you've ever seen a, uh, you've ever had a dog or a cat? You know that animals feel love. So, and you know that they love their young and they want to protect their young. I mean, we just saw a, uh, not just, my sister and I, we saw some TV um, newscast about a cat that there was a house on fire. This wasn't, this, this wasn't recently, because recently I saw something that said the cat had died. This cat, this was years ago. The cat, there was a fire, and the cat... The firemen uh, were putting out the fire, and the cat went in the house again and again to get its kittens, and it was burned. So somebody adopted the cat, and recently the cat died. I mean, the cat had scars all over it from that incident. So that's how much the cat loved its its young, its babies. So anyway. That's love, baby. So, I don't know. My sister and I were laughing because my mother was not that uh, loving. You know what I mean? Because we were saying, what was the, if that was us and our, and, my, and our own mother, we'd be, we'd be on our own in the house. So, we'd have to find our own way out. My mother had some problems. Not that I don't love her now. I mean, in retrospect, after she died, especially, I felt, I felt like... Uh, I had to come to terms or or understand that she was fucked up. She was sick. You know what I mean? She could only do the best that she can, that she could, given what she had, the tools that she had. So, anyway, this will all be in my book. I don't know. I guess. Why am I talking like this? Well, there's so many other things going on. I guess I'm avoiding it because I'm... Struggling with a migraine, a low-grade migraine. I'm feeling better now, thankfully. That's why I didn't make coffee. That's why I have this soda here, because I was my stomach was upset. But there's other things to talk about, and that's why you're here. You're not here to talk about 
my my uh, childhood. Maybe you are a little bit. I don't know, but that's why I'm. Man, I was sharing and caring. That's it, sharing and caring. The, the that's the way. And why would you want to? I mean, this this isn't um, you know fucking NPR or anything. So you don't want to. You can have that. You can have NPR. Go to go to NPR if you want to have Tarot Busted. This is what we do. We talk about our our lives because it's all related, right? Like we were talking about on the show the other day that New New York State Rep who got arrested for drunk driving after writing a an op-ed, a very poorly written one, of course, about not drinking and driving. He and you know, he's uh, suffering. This is a suffering asshole who inflicts his manias on the world. Me, I'm sure I inflict some things on the world, but I got a lot of therapy under my belt. So I've uh, learned to I don't know talk about shit. I guess maybe to a fault. So, all right. Let's talk about World War Three. How about that? What do you think? We're headed into war again. I mean, into war. We're in war. We've been in an endless war, and I'm sick of it. Anybody else? This is why we can't have nice things. Oh, we can't have Medicare for all. We can't have a social safety net. You, we, we have to rip food from people. We have to make them prove that they deserve to eat, that they... That they're really sick. We have to have dis- disabled people. Now, because this is what Republicans are doing. They're turning, this is, how they're, this is how they're attacking Social Security. They're going for Social Security disability. Because you can divide people over that. You can turn people against the disabled by telling those who, are, who think that they're lucky enough to not be disabled, and they don't give a shit about anybody else but themselves, that they are, that, that people are taking advantage, you see. Don't, you don't want them to take advantage. No, don't look at the top, though. Don't look at the elites who are writing the laws, who are buying the politicians to write laws to make sure that they can continue to take advantage and steal and run away, not just with an extra $16 or something in food stamps that goes right back into the economy, but with the entire bank. Don't, don't worry about them, because you're, you should be worried about somebody who's disabled and might be getting over, you see. So that's how Republicans are coming for your Social Security. They're going to start. They understand that's a big hill to climb. And that's why FDR created it the way he created it, to belong to everyone. And this is why we have to have Medicare for all and universal higher education for all because it belongs to everybody. I'm so sick of the, the filthy, disgusting Republicans and their dumb-ass DLC Democratic enablers Dividing people. 
And then turn around going, oh, the U.S. is so divided. We're so divided. We're living in such divided times. Can't we get, get together and agree on something like um, having a VP running mate who's a goddamn Republican? I mean, I don't want to. This is not the point of the, of the show right now. I don't want to get back into Joe Biden. But you know what I'm saying? They're saying that the, the, this is how we're, gonna div- how we're going to unite people. Oh, we're so damn divided. They lament while they continue to divide us by making us a, a subsidy here, a, a cutoff point there. I don't want to pay for rich kids to go to college. That's Buttigieg, right? Oh, but this is how they divide us. So, you know, it's crocodile tears. They're talking about dividing us. They want us divided. That's what Republicans need. And conservatives and the elite, they need us divided, especially the elite. That's why the conservatives, the DLC Democratic uh, enablers, they're the same. It's all about conservatism. It's conservatism and progressivism. And they're in the pocket of the elite who buy the politicians and own government to make sure that that it stays that way, that we stay divided. Because you can't have a united people looking out and saying, looking at who their true oppressors really are. And this endless war now. Well, Twitter, you see here, it's the other, the other um, thing that in, that's insane is that it's Twitter's world. We just live in it. You know what I mean? And how, why, why is, why are we allowing this to continue? This is what gets me insane. Who's sane? What, what kind of a world? It's, it, uh, we know he's fucking insane. We know he is. So, but who's worse? The insane person or the system and the people that prop that fucking person up? That put that person that insane, selfish, narcissist, dictator-envying con man in a position of authority to rule, who, to rule over us with executive orders? I thought they didn't like kings, these Republicans. Remember when Obama signed an executive order because the Republicans wouldn't work with him at all for years and years, even though he was giving them Republican policies? Oh, no, now they're all about the king, you see, because it's always been about that. And the only reason they attacked Obama for his executive orders and anything that he did besides that is because they're just, they're undermining democracy, ultimately. They don't like democracy. They need to get back in power. If they had to sell their mothers as whores, they would do it to get back in power. Look at what they do. I'm not even, I'm not exaggerating. They have no shame. They have their family values. These are people who allow the con man to call their wife ugly in front of the world and, and to tell them, tell the world that their father had something to do with the assassination of JFK. So they, family values. How about defending your family from a con man not republicans 
family. That's all they only care about your family, you see. What you're doing. Projection. Are you uh, does your family have the appropriate combination of peepees? They want to know. What color is your family? Then they're going to make that determination. Disgusting bastards. They're evil, and so Twitter, he assassinated, um, you know, I, let me just say, first of all, I'm not a Middle East expert, no, you know what I mean? But um, I do know that you, you don't just assassinate a top leader in a, a foreign government if you are trying to cultivate peace. And Twitler and his morons, they're all flying to his defense. He didn't, he did not, he didn't um, even consult with any, uh, any, anyone in Congress, no, uh, no foreign policy experts. He consulted with Lindsey Graham and Eric Trump, who tweeted, don't mess with the USA. About to open a can of whoop-ass. Not him, though. He would never open a can of shit. He would open a can. You would have to open that can for him. Because he can't... He he wouldn't uh, put his precious hide at risk. He likes playing with guns, though. He likes stroking guns and murdering decent animals. Beautiful animals that, that have more value than any of the Trump DNA strand going back for since we crawled out of the primordial ooze. That whole Trump family tree is, is, is nothing but draft-dodging con men and, expo- and exploiters of other human beings. That's who they are. Scum. No offense to scum. I mean, really, because scum, I don't even think scum would behave like that. Because scum has a purpose. There is no imminent threat to the United States, but there is now. Because Trump says killing Iranian military leader was, was to stop a war. Are you fucking daft? That's how you stop a war by assassinating one of their leaders. It's not, a, it's not like taking out al-Baghdadi because al-Baghdadi was not a state actor. This guy that this motherfucker assassinated is, it was a government official. So there has to be a response. So on top of that, on top of his assassinating a government official in a country that is not like Iraq. This is a capable country. They have an air force. They have a military. And they were contained. He just couldn't let Obama's victory stand. That's it. We're now going... Now Americans are going to die, and others... Not just Americans, young people are going to die because Twitler needs a, a distraction. Because he's being impeached. And there's a lot of bad news coming out on Twitler. 
how he's a Putin puppet con man, how he used taxpayer money to strong arm a foreign leader into doing his bidding for the, his own electoral chances, how he's a piece of shit. This all comes out. And, uh, I mean, you know, uh, explosive report indicates that Donald Trump's loans from Deutsche Bank were backed by Russia the same day that he assassinates this Iranian leader. There will be a response. Now, everywhere we go on Earth, we're we're all in, in danger. Now, in New York City... It's 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 a ripple effect, all over New York City. There are uh, on the subways. There are guys, police, and with uh, full gear, like they're going to war. M16s. So now, no, there'll be more money for that. All that overtime, all that money, protecting, keeping us safe from Donald Trump's from the from the consequences of the con man. How much longer are we going to take it? How much longer? Are we going to allow this fucking traitor, this draft-dodging, tax-cheating con man, to, to play with the earth like it's his own personal bu- bubble bath? You son of a bitch. He was walking around. Wait a minute. In Mar-a-Lago, in his bedbug-infested shithole. In his tacky bedbug fucking lair. Trump told Mar-a-Lago pals to expect a big Iran action soon. Yeah, because he's a, he's a child. Like they all are. It's, we're, it's, it's his fucking world. We're living in it. He's jerking off himself using us as a as a sock. The scum. The scum of the earth. And Republicans love him. That's their leader. That's their dim leader. Their dumb Fuhrer. According to the Daily Beast, Trump told Mar-a-Lago Pals to expect a big Iran action soon. Attendees at a closed-door Senate briefing didn't get much more clarity than the club guests did. Instead, officials spun Soleimani's slaying as a way to de-escalate tensions. Are you fucking kidding me? They think we're stupid, you see. But unfortunately, reality is going to catch up to their, to their propaganda very quickly. All over Twitter, the bots are, are, are flying like the flying monkeys, saying, thank you, President Trump. Thank you for bringing us peace. This is, I'm not even kidding. They're all bots, though, because you got to just look them up. Look up on, on Bot Sentinel. Of course. What the fuck's now the hill? You hear that. I'm sure you do. Wait a minute. Another goddamn. Oh, my God. Hold on, guys. Oh, fucking hill. Why do I open up the hill? Do you hear that? (laughs) Yeah, because I don't know if you heard that, but the hill, some ad started playing again. 
It's always the hill. It, it, it springs open suddenly. I don't know why. Let me see. Where was I? Where was I? Yeah, in, uh, where was I? Because I tweeted at the, <clears throat> there was a, yeah, another bot. Oh, yeah, here it is. President Trump praise. No, this is what you write. M. Hawkins. It's a, it's a bot. M. Hawkins 8761134 account. Praise Trump for stopping a war. Peace through strength, American flag emoji. I'm sure many bad guys around the world are thinking twice today about targeting Americans and others. Trump 2020 American flag emoji with a Trump 2020 make America even greater. Um, It's a bot. That's what the bots do. It's a fucking Russian bot because they can't fix their own country. They can't fix their own shithole country. They got to make ours a shithole country like theirs. They're so angry seeing a a country that might have a chance that they can't work on their own country. They got to they got to drag this country into the sewer of authoritarian dictatorship oligarchy like them. That's not enough for Putin to fuck up his own country. He has to rule the world through, through, through Trump. Trump is eager to allow his master to ride the entire world to the bank. And this country, use this country. We're just human beings. Fuck it. We'll we'll get our we'll get our mansions in heaven. All those poor Americans who are gonna die. Well, don't worry. They'll have a mansion. They'll be Jesus and evangelicals. We'll pray for them. It's his world. Don't I mean? There's never been consequences. Trump has never had to feel the consequences of his actions. He's always been bailed out by his daddy or the United States, or, or, or Treasury, right? Because he is the, the largest loser. He's the biggest loser. No single taxpayer lost more money than, than effing Donald Trump. In what, that's it. That's, that's, that's the rule there. He, we have the math. That's the truth. So what's this? Uh, 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 he's been bailed out by us, by Daddy, numerous times, and uh, and then the Russian oligarchy. But unfortunately for us, the Russian oligarchy they want their vig. They're not. They didn't bail him out out of the goodness of their hearts. They were investing in a moron. They an easily manipulatable moron. They knew what they had. They had a live one on the hook. Someone who could be easily manipulated by pussy and money. That's that's all he that's all he cares about. He don't give a shit. He's not like us, like normal people who care, 
who want to have a decent life, who want to experience the joys of life, the connections with other people, the long walks, the talks, the love. No, no, no. They, he wants money. Money buys love. He don't need love. He loves him. There's no more room for love. That's it. It's all him. What? And it's so telling, too. Wait. I just thought of something. Because recently, he, he made a statement that is so true that that is this is what trump says he sometimes the truth slips out now obviously he's a he's a he's psychologically projects constantly accusing others of exactly the same thing that he's doing but he when was this oh in october i just saw this thing recently cuz it was like trump says so all right, Steve Scalise, you know, he's a he's a waste of human DNA, too. He's someone, another one, another one of these freaks that gets shot, doesn't have his, doesn't have a call, come to Jesus moment. You know, you would think that somebody who comes that close to dying might wake up and be like, you know what? Um, I should stop being a scumbag to other human beings. Everyone's most precious commodity is their life. I should stop celebrating and and popping tall boy buds when I kick other Americans off of the health care that I needed to save my worthless skin, my worthless suck-up, kick-down skin, this, this fucking bone bag, white asshole, pasty white, useless fucking power-sucking skin bag that I am Steve Scalise is my name. But anyway, so, but no, 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 not a Republican. He wakes up from his coma, wherever the hell, almost losing his life, having his worthless life saved by a lesbian, by the way, one of his secret security, whatever, his security agents were, was a lesbian who... The filthy, disgusting, white asshole Steve Scalise doesn't consider an equal, full citizen under the law who deserves equal protection under the law. Of course not. But still, this woman sprung into action to save this worthless piece of shit. But okay, that's our system. She got paid to do it, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. This is what I'm saying. Like, after Twitler gets out of office, we have to constantly call him Mr. President? No, fuck you. You didn't receive the most votes. Oh, he, there's going to be a library for him? Just like now, I think, what, what's wrong with us? He walks in a room, we got to play, we got to salute? You got to play hail to the chief? Give me a break. That says everything about us. How sick this country is. And this is how he sees the president. He exploited a sick system that's broken. If we weren't broken, we wouldn't have a con man. Okay, he is, he is a he's a symptom. Anyway, whatever. Trump says after Rep. Steve Scalise got shot, his wife cried her eyes out 
joking. Not many wives would react that way. I know, I know mine wouldn't. Because she fucking hates you. You're her meal ticket. You are her sugar daddy. That's it. She, she couldn't get a decent sugar daddy. She couldn't get a sugar daddy who was someone who uh, was innovative and contributing to society. That She didn't need a sugar daddy like that. She just wanted a sucker, some old sucker to ride to the bank, just like you want to ride her, to ride her on your arm for public. Look, I have no value as a human being except for what other people look, make me look good. You, that's, that's the sociopath way. It doesn't matter. You think if Melania was 40 pounds overweight, he would be with her? Hell no. That's why he had to get rid of the other wives. They, they made the mistake of keep waking up. They got older. So they had to be replaced. So that is a telltale right, um, confession right there. Donald Trump joked Tuesday at a fundraiser that Melania wouldn't cry her eyes out if he was shot. Of course not. Trump let loose at a Tuesday Republican fundraiser with an impromptu roast of GOP lawmakers. Whatever. We, I mean, they just go over the same thing we just said. After joking that he wouldn't suggest getting gravely shot... As a strategy for losing weight, Trump recalled how Scalise's wife, Jennifer, cried her eyes out when I met her at the hospital that fateful day. I mean, not many wives would react that way to tragedy. I know mine wouldn't. Really? That's disgusting. I I would cry on, I cry watching TV, you know, a, a sad story. You cry. But your husband gets shot, you wouldn't cry? I know mine wouldn't. Well, there you go. Because she hates you. She would celebrate. She'd she'd cry out of happiness. There'd be tears of joy. It's exactly what she's been waiting for. She's been enduring your smaller-than-an-average Mario Kart-looking mushroom fucking penis... For far too long, is more more than she ever expected. She wanted her son. She wanted her meal ticket, and she got it. She didn't. Need, I mean, she has enough. Go out and grab some pussies. Do her a favor. Get some. Get. She probably stocks him up on kick. Um, kick ass. I just saw whoop his fucking ass on the chat. Stocks him up on Tic Tacs. She does him a favor. She keeps him stock, well stocked in Tic Tacs so he can grab as many pussies as he, his, his, to his heart's content, content as long as they're not hers. You kidding me? They don't even share the same bedroom in the White House. This is, it's like uh, some aristocracy marriage of convenience, except not, they got nothing. No, they, it's just, they're in it for themselves, that's for sure. Melania, are you serious? She's disgusting too. Uh, people give her a, they give her a pass. Some people like, oh, she's some victim, like she's being held hostage. That she's a she's a participant. She's a racist scumbag, just like him. 
She's vile like him. She knows what he's up to. How he, How do you marry somebody who has a vitamin scam and a fake university who gets fined by the state of New York for scamming a charity? Let me see. Was it the state or Trump charity? Or was it the... Might have even been worse. It could have been the feds. I don't remember. Judge finds Trump $2 million for misusing Charity Foundation. A judge... Oh, yeah, New York. A judge Thursday ordered President fucking Twitler to pay $2 million to an array of charities as a fine for misusing his own charitable foundation to further his political and business interests. Of course! What... What's the difference? It's his world. So what? Charity there, taxpayer money here. It's all his. He doesn't care. Like he said when he murdered the, uh, when he assassinated the Iranian leader, my most solemn duty is to protect the American people. Like, fuck you. If that's your most solemn duty, why are you, why are you walking around Mar-a-Lago like you're walking on sh- sunshine? Five days prior to launching a strike that killed Iran's most important mili- military leader, Donald Trump roamed the halls of Mar-a-Lago, his private bedbug-infested resort in Florida. I, I am edi- editing some of this, adding some, some uh, flair. Some truth. Truth. And started dropping hints close to associates and club goers that something huge was coming. That's your solemn duty? When it's your solemn duty, that's how you walk around. Hey, guess what? <laughs> something big is coming here. <laughs> you can't wait. Oh, my God. You're going to see it. It's going to be big. It's going to be so much. People are going to be so distracted from my impeachment. You will be amazed at what I'm going to do. It's, oh, wait. Oh, my solemn duty. My solemn duty? If that's your solemn duty, why are you skipping through the halls of Mar-a-Lago? Bragging to Lindsey Graham and Eric Trump who, in turn, goes on Twitter saying, kick-ass is coming. Is that how you feel when you murder a beautiful animal? You're like, hey, watch me open this can of whoop-ass on this beautiful endangered creature. Because that's what a Trump does. When does the world turn on a Trump and say, enough? How much more do we have to endure from these fuckers? According to three people who've been at the president, Palm, the president, which so-called president, obviously, they forgot, the so-called, the, pre, the so-called president's Palm Beach Club over the past several days, Trump began telling friends and allies hanging at his perennial vacation getaway that he was working on a big response to the Iranian regime that they would be hearing or reading about very soon. 
His comments went beyond the New Year's Eve tweet. He sent out warning of the big price Iran would pay for damage to U.S. facilities. Two of these sources tell the Daily Beast that the president specifically mentioned he'd been in close contact with his top national security and military advisors. Bullshit. Gaming out options for an aggressive action that could quickly materialize. He kept saying, you'll see. You'll see. Because he's a fucking child. And Republicans are monsters. It's that dangerous combination of immaturity and too much goddamn power. That's why you don't give a child the keys to your car. They have to pass a test, right? They have to prove that they can drive. And if somebody drives and they keep fucking up, you take their license away. You take their keys away. You lock them up. Not this um, son of a bitch. How much more? Big babies, a bunch of big infants walking around. Look at me. It's like I told you the story of my nephew when he was a child, a baby, three, two, whatever he was, two, coming out of the bathroom. Look at me, you know, look at my BP. That's a, a bit because he's a baby. That's who they are, but these are Republicans. They never grow up. Look at me. Look at my boom boom. I can make a boom boom. I can make a poo poo. Look at what I can do. It's always bad, though. Why don't they ever do something to truly boast about? Why don't they say, look at me. I expanded Social Security. To more Americans, I made Social Security permanent for all years and years by raising the caps. I expanded the benefits. I Look at me. I gave everyone, uh, I made the federal minimum wage $25 an hour. So as it should be actually less, it should be actually 35 an hour if it kept up with productivity. Look at me. I made it. I made America uh, like the rest of the world, and we all have health care as a right. Look at me. Not like not the Republicans are like. Look at me. I I have a war for corporate aggression, endless war for uh, based on lies. And on top of those lies, we're going to send in more more of our taxpayers' money and blood. Not a Trump, though. They won't put on a fucking uniform. They won't go to Fort Jackson or wherever else and pass a goddamn PT test. They'll just go on Twitter saying, USA, USA. That's, a, that's the extent of their patriotism while they destroy America. It's another way of distracting us from the destruction by putting all those flag emojis everywhere. They think that we're going to be blinded to just how much they hate America with every breath that they take. Oh, we can't see the truth through those flag emojis. They're all over the place. Nobody hates America more than those who work day and night to destroy her and to destroy American lives and the, and our standing throughout the world. The, the incubator for terrorists just got more uh, recruits. 
on top of all the recruits they got from, from Eddie Gallagher, from Trump's buddy, the war criminal. Now they got something else. You think that this is not coming home to roost? It's not peace. This is endless war. It got worse. We just signed on for another generation because of a con man. Because a con man needed a distraction. And his filthy, disgusting waste of human DNA spawn. My God. Trump's gossipy whispers regarding a big response in Iraq foreshadowed what was to come. Hours after the silence, senior officials in the Trump administration argued what had taken place in Iraq was not an act of aggression. Instead, they said, both publicly and behind closed doors, that killing Hassam, I can't pronounce, I mean, Soleimani, was designed to advance the cause of peace. Freedom is slavery. War is peace. A U.S. special envoy for Iran, Brian Hook, put it in a Friday interview. Well, that's how he said it. Whatever. Those Mar-a-Lago guests received more warning about Thursday's attack than the Senate did, and about as much clarity. A classified briefing on Friday, the first administration gave to The Hill, featured broad claims about what the Iranians were planning and little evidence of planning to bring about a de-escalation that the administration says it wants. There's, they weren't planning shit, whatever. Not like this. Now they'll be planning. Don't worry about it. They promised us there's going to be retaliation. There has to be. According to three sources, either the room in the wait wait, according to three sources, either in the room or told about the discussion, briefers from the State Department, Pentagon and Office of the Director of National Intelligence claimed that killing Soleimani was designed to block Iranian plans to kill hundreds or even thousands. Why not millions? Or gazillions of Americans in the Middle East. What the fuck are we doing in the Middle East? That's the other thing. Why are we even there? Is there any reason? Get the F out of there. That would be massive escalation from the recent attack patterns of Iran and its regional proxies who tend to kill Americans in small numbers of a time at a time. This administration has absolutely not earned the benefit of the doubt when it comes to making these kinds of claims. When you're taking action that could lead to the third American war in the Middle East in 20 years, you need to do better than these kinds of assertions, said a said an aide in the room. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo also said publicly that Iranians plan to kill hundreds of Americans. Fucking bullshit. Bullshit. Bull effing shit. It's such a lie. Oh, I can't tell you, though. I can't tell you why. That's, that's what he said. Let's show your work. No, uh, it's all secret. It's so, why would it be secret now if you stopped it? Tell us. 
We want to know because they're full of shit. They have opened up a a monster show on Earth. Worse, the the entire Earth is. Uh, we got Australia on fire. You have the fucking climate change. You have people in this country can't uh, uh, retire. I mean, it goes on and on. Can't go to a doctor. But there, we got more money, though, to waste in the Middle East fighting Trump's war of election convenience. Yeah, trust us, as M.R. Browning says on the chat. Just trust us, yeah. Like, the, like um, you know, uh, Trump University is going to make you a rich, smart billionaire like him. Just trust up, but, but let's not see your tax returns. Trust me. I'm a, I'm a billionaire. I have at zero money with Russia, except for what, well, don't pay attention to what my son said publicly. <sighs> All right, I'm looking at the time. I'm going to take a break. You know what I mean? I just need, I need more soda. So we're going to do a break. This We're going to have the Green News Report and Labor History. And it's the same Green News Report from the last time because they didn't update it, and I didn't have the time to find anything new. So it is what it is. So we will play the that. It's going to be about eight minutes. I will see you on the other side. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out at Tara Buster every Saturday evening, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern. And it is our therapy for the resistance. This is where we let it out. You you let out all of the the anger. And we, I don't know, we stick together. So, I don't know about winning. I guess we, we, we will win eventually. Hopefully, if we, if we don't blow up first, if fucking Trump doesn't kill us first, if the Republicans don't murder us all first, but... All right, I'm going to take a break. I will see you in about eight minutes. Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report. The talks fail to achieve nearly any of its stated goals. U.N. Climate Summit ends with recriminations and disappointment as U.S. plays spoiler. Accelerating Greenland ice melt on track for worst-case scenario sea level rise. Plus... Our goal is to reconcile the economy with our planet. European Union targets net zero carbon by 2050 with a European Green Deal. Green New Deal? Nope. Green Deal. All of those new deals and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Tell me what you think about the future. Will there be one? And there absolutely will be a future, especially at NASA. You know, as amazing as our last 50 years were, our next 50 are even going to be more amazing. Well, you heard it here. We've got 50 years left. <laughs> I'm glad we got 50. This is your Green News Report. That's not what I said.
Okay, Desi Doyen, I don't know if it's my imagination, but this is the first time that I recall coming out of a uh, UN climate summit when everybody seems to be disappointed and angry. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. There was widespread disappointment at the Marathon United Nations climate talks that ended in Madrid on Sunday. They were intended to negotiate the rule book for the International Paris Climate Agreement to combat man-made climate change. This was after the United States and other major polluters succeeded at blocking even a non-binding statement that encouraged countries to adopt more ambitious targets for cutting their greenhouse gas emissions. Spoilers were China, Saudi Arabia, Australia, Brazil, and, of course, the United States, which is still a party to the Paris Agreement because President Trump's withdrawal is not complete until the day after the 2020 presidential election. How much do you attribute this to the lack of U.S. leadership at uh, at these conferences? Easily all of it. Really? Yes. The Trump administration also quashed efforts to get wealthy countries to increase transition funding for poor nations who are not responsible for causing climate change and to help them repair and adapt to climate impacts. The talks postponed until next year a decision on establishing an international carbon market, considered a key tool for trying to slow down climate change. In part, that was after Australia and Brazil watered down language to give themselves loopholes Mm. and double accounting tricks so that they could pollute even more. In a statement, United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres called the pushback from polluters a, quote, deep disappointment. We are not on track. Emissions are still growing. Mm. So the reality is still nothing comparable with the commitments that we hope will be made. Guterres called on all countries next year to officially commit to reach carbon neutrality in 2050. Current national pledges under the Paris Climate Agreement are not enough to do that. So are next year's talks scheduled to happen before or after the U.S. presidential election? After. Maybe that's good. Mm, We'll see. We'll see. Meanwhile, a new study confirms that man-made global warming is accelerating melting of the Greenland ice sheet. Greenland today is losing ice seven times faster than it did in the 1990s. The rate has doubled every decade since then. The researchers calculate that this increase in Greenland's melt rate puts the world on track for the worst-case sea level rise scenario projected by U.N. scientists. Instead of three or four feet by 2100, we might see six to eight feet of sea level rise, which would drown major coastal cities like Miami. Six to eight feet of ocean rise by the end of the century? Yes. Finally, there is some good news. Good. The European Union is pushing ahead with climate action. European Union leaders agreed to make the 28-member bloc carbon neutral by 2050 with a special temporary exemption for Poland, which is dependent on coal. And the European Union Commission unveiled a roadmap to get there to achieve net zero emissions by 2050 called the EU Green Deal. It includes a just transition mechanism to help fossil fuel countries transition to clean energy, a plan to promote a circular economy to eliminate waste and encourage sustainable food production, and it includes a proposal for a carbon border tax on foreign imports. Here's European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen. Our goal is to reconcile the economy with our planet, to reconcile the way we produce, the way we consume with our planet. The old growth model that is based on fossil fuels and pollution is out of date and it is out of touch with our planet. Well, at least the European Union is coming to terms with 
what's gone so terribly wrong here. It's going to take a lot more than that, I'm afraid. But we'll take what we can get. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. And our thanks to those of you who support our work by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News I'm Rick Report. Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history... The year was 1804. That was the day Ohio became the first non-slave-holding state to enact a series of black codes. Ohio had previously been a part of the Northwest Territories, which barred slavery in 1787. When Ohio entered the Union in 1803, its Constitutional Convention had established the previous November that slavery would not exist in the state. But delegates were split evenly regarding black suffrage and ultimately voted to disenfranchise African-Americans. Several months later, Ohio caved to pressure from the nearby slaveholding states of Kentucky and Virginia. The state enacted codes to restrict immigration of free blacks and runaway slaves. In order to settle and work in Ohio, blacks had to present a certificate of freedom, register, and pay a registration fee. The black codes also enforced compliance with fugitive slave laws and set a precedent for neighboring northern states to develop their own. The codes became more oppressive in 1807 when they were amended to also require a $500 good behavior surety bond as a requirement for residents. Despite this and other restrictive measures, the black population of Ohio grew annually as blacks escaped north to freedom by following the Ohio River and Underground Railroad in the state and neighboring Pennsylvania. Abolitionism as a movement began in the state as early as the 1820s when John Rankin moved to Ripley, Ohio to join the anti-slavery communities and establish his home as a beacon of safety for blacks escaping the South. The movement gained steam in the 1830s with the founding of the Ohio Anti-Slavery Society, the newspaper The Philanthropist, and Oberlin College. Labor History in Two brought to you by the Illinois Labor History Society and The Rick Smith Show. back all right good we're back we're all back because we're back my name is tara devlin i almost started singing but i stopped myself mid sentence and we meet here every saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m eastern at the rdc daily uh what do you call it uh facebook and youtube channels and then we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Please give the show a good review on iTunes. I want to thank Anthony, Redeem, Stephen, Marcy, and Jim for your super chats tonight. And I also want to thank the patrons, including Gene, I think what it is, Gene, you donate through PayPal. And I am reading the Patreon page. That's probably why you weren't on the list. So maybe you want to 
I don't know if you can join Patreon or somebody, uh, uh, Jude, our friend Jude Morford has had trouble actually joining on Patreon. So I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that is a problem. So you can always join on Patreon and that'd be great. We need all the patrons we can get. I'm trying to, I guess, consolidate everyone in one place. But in the meantime, thank you, Gene, for everything you do. And Andrea, Anthony, Colin, Cynthia, and and that's Cynthia O. And then we have another Cynthia Y. Damas Cats, Daniel, Deborah, Dwayne, Elaine, Gail, Hi-Fi Guy, Haiku, James, James F., James S., Jane C., Jim, Joan, Joey, John, Kathleen, and then Kathleen D, and Katie, and Kay, and Kim. All right, Tara Jr. Jr. And Lord Waffle Cat, Mark, Martin, Martin S, and two Martin S's. So, each of you. Mary, Max F, Michael C, Michael D, Michael L B, Michael L D, Paradu, Peter, Randall, Sam, Stephen, K, Susan S, and Tony C. This is getting to be a long list. Which is not, I'm not complaining. That's great. So thank you. We'll have to maybe one day not read the whole list, but maybe just the new guys that come aboard. So um, just for the sake of the show, for the sake of brevity. Anyway, what else? Yeah, well, World War Three. Tara Jr. Jr. is here. Hello. Hello, boy. So, all right. Yeah, we got a lot of people on the chat. If you're on Facebook or any other place, come over to the YouTube channel. We have a large YouTube community that is pretty active, and they're, these are the core Tara Buster crew. The Tarabusta OGs, we say, we call them. So, join us there. I think YouTube is less annoying than Facebook, too. So, that'll be good. What else? All right, yeah. What else? What do you? What else? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if that if that was if that that was the world we're living in? We're like, gee, what else is going on? What else? It, uh, we weren't talking about... We're just talking about the everyday things. Not... Just the regular fighting fascism. Not the end of the world shit. And MR on the chat. How's Francis Jr. Jr. doing? He's doing well, but I have to tell you. Since he got his cone off... He's kind of being... Um, I think he wants to be his own man now he's really where is he he's in the kitchen but he's not as uh i don't know what the word is he used to be more needy i have to say maybe because he had that thing on his neck he's here he still hangs out he but he seems to be more and uh, maybe it's the medication too he's kind of be like isolating a little bit and i'm not that he's hiding he's not hiding I know the difference. He's just 
he's sort of um, like being by himself more. Like he's in the kitchen now. He would usually be right next to me, but now he's sitting in the kitchen. So he f I think he's feeling his, he's, he's a teenager. He, he's going out. He wants to do his own thing. But hopefully he'll be in if I call him. Francis. Francis. See if he comes. Anyway. All right. Back to the show. Everybody's like, this is a show? <laughs> the peop the new people are like, what kind of fucking show is this? This is like a, this is just rambling, some rambling of a cat lady. Some cat fucking freak with a, with a dirty mouth. My mother wouldn't like it. My mother was like, my mother used to wash my mouth out with soap. I think I told you that story. I was cursing. She said to me, because I lived across the street from a schoolyard, and I was a tomboy, so we would play baseball in the schoolyard, and I would be like, that was out. You're fucking out. Fuck that. Fuck that. Whatever it was. I, I mean, I'm talking like 10, 11, and my mother said, I hear you in the schoolyard. I hear you cursing, and I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> she probably said it like that, too. That's where I got it from. And uh, she said, if I hear you cursing again, I'm going to wash your mouth out with soap. And so cut to, you know, next whatever day it was, we were out there playing in the schoolyard, and it was like, yeah, yeah, fuck that, fuck that. And they, all of a sudden I hear, Tara, my mother standing on the porch. And time stood still. We all stopped and looked. My mother was there calling me in. And I got in and I went. I had to go home. And she washed my mouth out with soap. And I remember sitting over the, spitting over the sink like, <laughs> I hate you. And I, look at me now. It worked, right? M washing my mouth out with soap. I think she saw that on a, like a TV show or something. That's where she got her best parenting tips. So, anyway, whatever. It was sort of like the them trying to... The, the church sending out pamphlets saying, don't watch Soap, that TV show Soap, because there was a gay character on it. And here I am, not being gay. So, all right. There's many things. Here's the thing. Uh, th this is an article from the Daily Coast. Explosive report indicates that Donald Trump's loans from Deutsche Bank were backed by Russia. The reasons that Donald Trump would need a massive distraction at this point are numerous. Every day seems to produce fresh evidence that the White House was fully aware that Trump's delay of military assistance to Ukraine was simply against the law. And that multiple officials engaged in a criminal conspiracy to cover up for Trump and retroactively create an excuse for an inexcusable act. Of course. Somewhere right now, Mitch McConnell is probably drafting a statement claiming that the Senate can't possibly consider an impeachment trial during a time of war. But onto that stack of dog-wagging rationales, add this one. According to Forensic News, Trump's loans from Deutsche Bank were underwritten by a Russian state-owned bank. The news reported, reportedly comes from a whistleblower with access to documents 
um, from both Deutsche Bank and Russia state-owned VTB Bank. VTB Bank was also proposed lender on the never-completed Trump Tower Moscow project. The question of why Deutsche Bank would extend a series of huge loans to Trump has been dangling ever since he announced his candidacy for president. I mean, this is, uh, I, I know, just an aside, this is why we are not seeing his tax returns. If they, if they had anything that he could boast about, of course, that he would have taken out a billboard with the tax returns on them. They'd be, on a, they'd be pinned to the top of his Twitter page. God damn it. But he's a criminal. He's a con man. He likes criminals and con mans. He likes strong men. He hates democracy. He hates America. That's the bottom line. This is the underlying thesis of this show. Trump hates America. Not just Trump. It's Republicans. Conservatives. They all hate America. They hate democracy. They never liked democracy. They don't want it to truly break out. And they want to keep us all in our place and divided while they steal and grift and, and have wars of convenience and corporate aggression. This is, not, this is worse than a war of corporate aggression. This is a war to cover Donald Trump's ass so he can get reelected despite receiving fewer votes. What kind of shitty system has a system where you have a con man take the presidency despite receiving fewer votes? What kind of shithole system? What do you, does that system produce genius, greatness? Of course it produces this shit. Because it's corrupt to the core. They're not in government to make the trains run on time. They're in the government... To use us like they're pawns, just like the kind of system the founders fought a revolution to escape, where we weren't supposed to be at the mercy of our lords, our sovereign betters, who wanted to have wars just to up their cred. It's the truth, playing with people's lives. Just to, for whatever reason, uh, to get over on someone else or someone has a different, they have better than you. So the baron or the, the king, they have to they, they flex their muscles or make a legacy for themselves. Playing with people's lives. That was supposed to stop. That's the purpose of democracy. To promote the general welfare. We're, not, we're supposed to be slow to war. We're supposed to have respect for each other. Live together. E pluribus unum. We're in this together. Not that the king gets to play with our lives because he's closest to God. He's getting a direct order from God to send you to your early grave. So he can get uh, some, um, you know, he can get some good, good news on One America News at Network. Instead of all this impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. <clears throat> the question of why Deutsche Bank would extend a series of huge loans to Trump has been dangling since before he took, whatever, he announced his fucking shitty candidacy. 
and took that golden escalator ride. When Trump first went to Deutsche Bank, he was worse than broke. He had just finished bankrupting multiple casinos in New Jersey and then had convinced investors to back a takeover of those casinos at a fraction of the original value. Then Trump deliberately allowed the investment group to go bankrupt so he can grab the whole deal himself at a fraction of what his investors had paid because he's a con man and a grifter. Then he went bankrupt again. And along the way, he was socked with a massive fine for money laundering at his now bankrupt casino. Bankrupt again casino. Money laundering for the Russian mob, by the way. That's not us just saying that. That's the, that's the law. That's, uh, that's not fake news. That's in our history. I guess we can go back and we, they could say that it was all fake news back then. These filthy, fascist, disgusting Republican dupes. I'm sick of them. Trump was so fiscally radioactive that no American bank would let him through the door. But Deutsche Bank turned around and gifted Trump with loans that gave him a fresh start and apparently a miracle turnaround of his New York real estate empire. Those loans have always been the subject of head-scratching over what Deutsche Bank could have been thinking. But if forensic news is right, what Deutsche Bank was thinking was that it wasn't risking a damn thing because the Russian government was actually vouching for Trump through VTB Bank. If Trump didn't come through, Vladimir Putin was going to make it good. The Trump, I mean, the document, the Trump, it's just like a, it's a verbal tick. The document supposedly originated with the son of former Deutsche Bank official who committed suicide. All these suicides are breaking out, too, around Trump, which is very much the kind of connection that raises concerns about the authenticity of the information. This only highlights the importance of efforts by Congress to gain access to information on these loans. The last appeals court ruling in the case instructed Deutsche Bank to turn over the information, but the Supreme Court stepped in to block the subpoena and hear the case. Can you believe that shit? I wonder why they stepped in, because they're run by a corrupt con man. Now they have corrupted everything, like the Nazis, just like the Nazis did. They follow the same plan because it's the same agenda, the fascist agenda. They have to take over. They take over the courts, like the Nazis did. It's not, you're not seeing things. It's really happening. When they're boasting about all the courts, all the judges they're stacking onto the courts, Mitch McConnell's boasting about, they are boasting about their dismantling democracy. That's the last pillar. Because when we get to the court and say, look at this shit, court. Look at what the, the fascists are trying to do. They're trying to undermine democracy. And they're trying to break democracy beyond repair. What are you going to do about this court? The court's going to say null and void, and that will be the end of it, just like in Nazi Germany. It's not, it's, it can happen here. It is happening here. It's not like we're such an old democracy. We've only been around a couple of hundred plus years, less than 300 years. We, we had republics much longer-lasting fall 
to corruption and authoritarianism. And we're, what are we doing about it? Nothing. I, we could see right away how this country was going to die the minute Ted Cruz got on the horn trying to raise money for the man that called his wife a pig and a dog. Not even. He, he just called her ugly. I should say to call her a pig and a dog is to honor her, really, because they're not even they're not pigs and dogs. I mean, pigs and dogs are wonderful. <sighs> Fucking unbelievable, though. That's that's from the Daily Cause, Mark Summer. Let's see if Trump lost the fight against congressional subpoena. At the directive, at the district level, sorry, and in two appeals, with all judges decisively siding with Congress's authority to request the records, they have the authority. It says it. It says that you shall provide Congress with your tax returns when requested. Not may, not perhaps. That the Supreme Court agreed to hear the case is very unusual. Well, not when you're destroying democracy. It's unusual to watch the death of democracy and the death of the grand experiment in, in, in uh, self-governance. It's, that's unusual because we're, we never thought we'd be alive to see the end of the grand experiment. We always thought that the, the system would hold. But when you stuff the courts with sycophants, loyalists, and unqualified flunkies who don't give a shit, that who hate democracy as much as you do, as, re- as all Republicans do, what do you expect? The ends will justify the means. All you have to do is dismantle democracy one corrupt Law, just one, one, one deregulation, one corrupt judge at a time. You think that Judge uh, Van Dyke, that crying little bitch, that he's in, he's now on a lifetime bench in a position of authority, judging you and me. You think he's there to help this country, to help you? To help democracy? You think he's a real... He loves this, uh, this grand experiment? Please. That the Supreme Court agreed to hear the case is very unusual, both because there was no conflict among rulings by the lower courts. Well, why not then? Because they want to fucking overrule it. They're there to protect the criminal... And it's all over then. It's over. Both because there was no conflict among the rulings by lower courts and because the Supreme Court tends to avoid most cases involving a conflict between the executive and legislative branches. Well, not unless you hate the executive and legislative branches as a whole. The whole idea of checks and balances, you hate that. You're there to nullify much of, the, much of Trump's recovery depended on selling apartments 
and and buildings to Russian oligarchs at far above market prices. Well, they they call that bribes and money laundering. Those deals have always suggested the same kind of money laundering and added to the conviction of Trump campaign campaign chair Paul Manafort. But if these accusations are accurate, Russia did far more for Trump than buy his gilded condos. If they are true, this would show that Donald Trump was 100% dependent on the Russian government for his big comeback. It would mean that he was completely beholden to Putin for his real estate, for his golf courses, for his candidacy, for everything. Of course he is. Can't you see? It's right in front of our faces. It's not even like he's hiding it. He just kisses Putin's ass like it's his life's blood. And then he turns around and says, oh, I'm harder on, uh, on, no one's harder on Russia than me. You hear me, dupes? You hear me, Diamond and Silk? Tommy Lauren? You hear me? All you dumbasses, Hannity, all you fascist fuckers, you you warmongering monsters. I don't know what. Why isn't Tommy Lauren at the recruitment office? Or Diamond and Silk? How old are they? We definitely know Tommy is in it's in the age range. Let's see, and I know that enlist Tommy was trending. Why can't they just enlist? They they they're because they're cowards, I guess. They hate America. I mean, what I'm answering my own question. And Eric Trump, how old is he? How old is Eric Trump? 35. Let's see. What's the recruitment age now? I know it used to be 34. I think they raised it. Ugh, it's 35. He can get in. He could still make it. Air Force raises enlistee age from 27 to 39. So maybe he can uh, he can get in. 39 in the Air Force? Go for it. Wait a minute. Maximum age for Army enlisted recruits is 35. Navy and Marines cap at 34. The oldest recruit any military branch can enlist is 42. He still ma- he can make it. What is he doing? What about uh, asshole Donald Trump Jr. 42. Uh, fucking scums. Well, isn't that convenient? Well, Eric can still do it. I don't know. And Ivanka? Hello? Why are we leaving her out? Is 38? I didn't know that. I thought she was younger. Oh, well. Son of a bitch. Well, they could still... I'm sure they can get Daddy to write a waiver. He is the commander in thief. Right? He can write a waiver to get a war criminal off. Why can't he write a waiver to get his older-than-the-enlistment-age children into the Army, Navy, wherever, whatever branch they want, just serve. 
Do something. You like firing weapons. What about Jared? <clears throat> you only like firing at things that can't fire back, though, right? That's it. You will like to profit off the blood of others. The bl- blood, sacrifice, the tears, the pain, the, the suffering that they create. They, they're in the, into that suffering. They will figure something out, bub. Don't worry about it. Putin is proud of his little mouse. His mighty mouse. Fucking, I don't even want to call He's not a mouse. Rat. Pig. I love animals. Why would I call them Trump? But, yeah. So here's another thing that came out the day, or, well, not the day, but recently. Traders pocket stunning profits after Trump's comments on trade talks goose the stock market. So that's what they're doing. They're playing with our lives. They're playing with the stock market. They're playing with us. Don't worry about it. They don't want us to have a decent retirement or a retirement. They want it all. But they can't do it legitimately. They have to play games. That's why a Republican gets into government. They're not getting into government to help you. Are you kidding me? To help those people who are rationing their diabetes medicine. They don't give a shit about you. They want you to die. If you're a low-income senior, fuck that. Die. Get out of the way. You should be meeting Jesus already. You're not productive. You can't do anything for them. You're taking a Social Security check. You better go prepare to, to reapply. You must, be, you, you must justify your existence to them somehow. The elites. The trump and monster show needs to know. Are you need to have have you lost um, touch with the dignity of work? Maybe seniors on so on a fixed income. Maybe go uh, and greet somebody at Walmart. You could still do that. Sit in your chair. You can't walk around. Just sit in your jazzy and sit and greet the Walmart shoppers. You could do that, right? To justify your existence, you gotta be you gotta be marketable, profitable. For them. Not them, though. Not them. They could, they get to go on Instagram and, and go, go on their Pelotons, tweeting bullshit lies, warmongering, or, or face chatting with MBS, with Mohammed bin Bonesaw, about how they're going to play with our lives next. What else is on their agenda for us? Because it's never good. What's on their agenda? Do you think it's Social Security expansion? Medicare expansion? Universal health care on our higher education? No, it's blood, suffering, death, fires, climate destruction. DNA fucking waste. Wasted. All of them. So, hanky-panky. This is from Market Watch. It must be not some fake news, though. <clears throat> it's uh, They're saying that there's some definite hanky-panky going on to the world's financial markets. That's one longtime CME trader's troubling assessment of what he views as stock market manipulation, the likes of which he hasn't seen since Al-Qaeda cashed in before inflating, the th- before initiating, 
the September 11th attacks. In Vanity Fair's deep dive into the fantastically profitable mystery of, tr- of the Trump chaos trades, William Cohen takes a look at how some timely presidential pumping of the stock market made some future traders billions of dollars. One windfall in particular triggered Twitter uh, buzz on June 28th. A trader or group of traders snatched up 42,000 September E-minis, which amounted to about 40% of the total trading volume, shortly before closing the closing bell. <clears throat> Trump, the following weekend, emerged from a meeting with President Xi to say that trade talks were back on track. The market cheered the announcement and stocks rallied enough to apparently turn that trade into a 1.8% billion dollar profit is that all that was just one of the many that drew strong reactions on social media stephanie roll might have to take a drink because i'm losing my voice <clears throat> again <clears throat> stephanie rule who's annoying we we understand that but says Stunning. In the last 10 minutes of trading on 8.23, as markets were rolling in the face of more bad news trades, someone bought 38,000 September E-minis. Three days later, Trump lied about getting a call from China to restart trade talks, and S&P shot up nearly 80 points, potential profit over $1.5 billion. Unbelievable. Ted Lou said, There are two possibilities based on the reporting by William Cohen and Vanity Fair. Many large trades near in time to statements and actions that real to- Donald Trump takes results in massive gains were all coincidences or there was insider trading. Well, what do you guys think? I don't know. It's hard to believe that Trump a man with a fake university and a vitamin scam fined for stealing from his own charity would do something so unethical. What do you think? When he's, he's really just concentrated on making America great. Are the people behind these trades incredibly lucky or do they have access to information that other people don't have, say Trump? or Beijing's latest thinking on the trade war, or any other number of ways that Trump is able to move markets through his tweeting or slips of the tongue, Cohen wrote in his Vanity Fair piece. Essentially, do they have inside information? Of course they do. He's, this is the only reason he's in the fucking presidency, besides receiving fewer votes and a bunch of racist assholes didn't want to vote for Hillary. So... Frequent Trump critic George Conway's husband of White House advisor and skeleton bitch Kylianne Conway didn't shy away back in August from accusing the president of committing a crime in regard to manipulation. That, so he says, what this describes is quite literally market manipulation that constitutes criminal violations of the Securities and Exchange Act of 1934. Oh, well, that's so quaint. Still, Trump flashed signs of optimism this week 
that the trade war could be resolved. This is uh, this is a clip that George Conway tweeted from. It was a clip of, I guess, some uh, CNN article that he that it says saying he's received calls from Chinese officials saying they want to restart talks. Trump and Treasury Secretary Steve Fuckface Mnuchin insisted there had been communication. Aides privately conceded the phone calls. Trump's described didn't happen the way they did. Instead, officials said that Trump was eager to project optimism that might boost markets and his fucking grift. So full of shit. Imagine. Okay, let's play the game again. If Obama did anything near this kind of corruption, warmongering, lying, corruption, Stock manipulation, stealing from charities, lying, not taking, uh, not showing his tax returns. We had to hear for years about his birth certificate. This fraud, this racist piece of shit going on about Obama's birth certificate. But this shit, shithole doesn't want to show his taxes. Why? Why? Hey, that's not our purview. We're just the serfs here. This is the United States of serfs and lords. That's He's our lord. We don't have the right to question our lord. Ugh. Anyway. Hi-Fi Guy. Has Bernie ever said a bad word about Putin? Or how Russian interference helped him in the primaries? Just asking. Um, let me see. Helped him in the primaries. Yes, the Russians were tweeting about Bernie, apparently. And that doesn't mean that Bernie is a Russian plant. They were just inf- interfering and, cre- and creating discord. Are you saying that Bernie is a... is a? Somebody said this to me the other day. That, oh, Bernie is uh, a Russian... Like, he's, he's a Russian plant. Give me a break here. Let me see. That's... Wouldn't that be exactly what... Those who don't want any change in this country, who don't want the actual change that we need to to really fix the democracy and shore it up so we don't have another filthy fascist exploitative twitler stepping into the fissures of disunity. Now, wouldn't that be something they would like? Bernie Sanders on Russia. Let's see. For decades, Russia has played a significant role in the international economic and diplomatic sphere. Russia's current presence in Syria and its recent attempts to interfere in the U.S. elections demonstrate that Russia will continue to have a major role on the world stage. Bernie Sanders has been consistent in supporting economic sanctions and international pressure on Russia as an alternative to military confrontation. To temper Russian aggression, 
Bernie supporters freezing Russian government assets all over Bernie supports, I'm sorry, uh, all over the world and imposing sanctions on Russia. Bernie supports encouraging international cooperation with huge investments in Russia to divest from the nation's increasingly hostile political aims. This is just from feeltheburn.org. The United States must create a unified stance with our international allies to effectively address Russian aggression. Russia must be held accountable for their efforts to meddle in elections, uh, economic and diplomatic pressure. Anyway, okay, whatever. That's what it says for now. But, yeah, why? I guess Russia would rather us, I don't know, they will. They would. What they want, Bernie. They don't want Pete Buttigieg. Is this what you're telling me? They would rather have because Pete Buttigieg is really fighting for us. I cannot believe that. And Bernie is a Russian plant who who wants to have a government that works for all. I don't understand the logic. And a new New Deal, a Green New Deal, get us out of foreign entanglement it, why why are we in the middle east maybe instead if we got hit on 911 let's say that happened under under president gore who actually won the election do you, let's say that happened i'm i am even skeptical that we would have even been attacked under a president gore but let's say that it happened and what do you think you think we would have attacked the, the country that didn't have anything to do with it, or maybe we could have used that unifying event, as they said in the Project for the New American Century, to get us out of being dependent on foreign entanglements, foreign oil, where we could be right now, just like Jimmy Carter had predicted and projected that we could be completely energy independent of these Saudi scumbags, of these Saudi bone-sore bastards, these anti-democratic handmade tail freaks. Anyway, I'm not uh, going to argue right now. He voted against two sanctions, only one of two. But I remember we went over this, but I don't remember the other reason why. All right, if we're going to do this. Vote against sanctions. Why I voted against the sanctions bill. I remember we did this already, but on another show. While I support sanctions on Russia and North Korea, I voted against the sanctions bill last week because it contains sanctions on Iran that I believe could endanger the Iran nuclear agreement. This agreement was President Obama's most important foreign policy achievement, and President Trump has made clear his intention to destroy it. Progressives must get mobilized to protect it, just as we did with the Affordable Care Act. That was his statement. So at the time, I mean, hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? Just like I am 100% con- convinced that Bernie would have won. And we wouldn't even be having this problem right now. We wouldn't be on the precipice of World War Three. So I'm not here to uh, whatever. What time is it? I am not... uh, Yeah, I'm for Bernie. There's no doubt about it. And I do believe that having a Democratic candidate 
who will fight for the working class, who understands the corruption that created the divisions that allowed a twitler to grab hold of this government and choke the life out of it, that, who understands that that's the problem, that it isn't that um, you can get the health care, that you can, uh, you can pick the health care you need for your family, or whatever the fucking bullshit that we constantly, these DLC Democrats, wrap their, they, these complex policies around the simp- simplified answer that we need. They picking around what needs to be done rather than addressing the problem for what it is. We don't need um, a, a million regulations for the health insurance company when all you need is Medicare for all. Somebody said they, uh, to, to me the other day, I, you know what bothers me about Bernie? That he has this, he's like a one-note pony. He says the same things all the time. So, and I said, okay, and here is my rebuttal to that. The, it's, it's, he says the same things because the truth is the truth. The problem is money and politics. The problem is that we have a corrupt political system owned by money that billionaires own this government, that they can outright buy politicians. It's not that we don't have enough subsidies for the poor uh, who, who can't buy health care. It's not that you can't afford health care or shit like that. It's the, the, the corruption in itself that created the system where, you know, we, uh, the American people are working more, they are, they're, the productivity is through the roof, and so are corporate profits, but we have less of the pie. And that's the problem. When you have a country where one-third can't retire, and we are the least upwardly mobile of the, all the OECD nations. So that's why it's the same thing. What are you going to say? So he has to come up with a 50-page with a proposal? To the only way that the only reason the DLC Democrats do things like like that because they want to keep the system in place, they're trying to nibble around the edges while not offending their benefactors. It's as simple as that. Get money out of politics. Get the influence of billionaires out of politics. There should be no billionaires as far as I'm concerned. The only reason we have them is because of government policy. Because we don't have progressive taxation. We have this upward immobility. It's not because people don't work hard. It's because of government policy that is corrupted by money. So you only need a giant... Uh, bill like the uh, like the Affordable Care Act when you're trying to keep the system in place, the broken system. You're trying to make it more manageable. It's sort of like going to the doctor and the doctor's like, you know what, you need to lose weight and stop smoking and you want to try every other trick in the book except what needs to be done. Stop eating 
shoving fucking food in your mouth and smoking. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, he tells me the same thing all the time. I got to stop smoking. I got to exercise. Well, maybe I can download this app. Or maybe I can go on the cabbage diet. Or maybe I can do whatever. I can vape. You know? Instead of just doing what needs to be done. And that's why, and then you die. Nibbling around the edges. <sighs> oh, he keeps telling me I got to stop smoking, but, you know, I'm going to download the app where you can all, you smoke. It's like rational recovery. That's that other thing where, oh, um, I can't not drink a day at a time. I've got to be rational. Let's be rational here and have six cups of wine a week. When and then you know what was so rational about rational recovery? People would have they would they would hoard their drinks and then at the end of the week they would drink and then fucking drive drunk. So oh yeah, but you got to be rational instead of just stopping drinking, which is what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? Because you're sick, you got a disease called addiction, and. The only thing that you can you can do is not do it and have some hope. That's the hope, not that you cut it down to once a week. That's like me. When I went to and when I first went to AA, that's what I thought. I wanted. I thought they were gonna teach me how to drink like a normal person. That's what I was there. I wanted to get it down to once a week. I'm bargaining, bargaining with the broken fucking brain. And that's what the DLC Democrats do. They bargain with the broken system. Oh, please, please, benefactors, please trickle on me in the wine cave. I won't uh, uh, offend you. They want to be the champions of the people while still keeping the broken system intact. So, that's my opinion. Right? God damn it. It's true. And that's why I do believe that if these DLC Democrats, they get in, they're not only not going to create enthusiasm to win an election, necessary to win this presidential election and oust this scumbag, but they, even if they do, which would be a relief, frankly, but... Not the one that we need. I know that we need real change. Like Obama promised, change we can believe in. Well, I believe in democracy. How about you? I believe in upward mobility. I believe in retirement. I believe in universal health care. Those are the things I believe in. And those are the things that we need to keep a, 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 a democracy. You need to have the majority of people able to have a living wage, able to function in a democracy. Otherwise, it's broken. The the one thing we do is just generate wars and billionaires and bullshit. That's another thing. Mamma mia. All right. I still love you all. I hate them. Oh, here, I, I see the time, but... I'm just look I went on Twitter just now. I don't know why. Republicans favor two of Trump's children as top 2024 choices. So they want a Donald Trump Jr. presidency and Ivanka presidency. Okay.
that's when I'm saying bye bye back to my back back to my own, my homeland, my grandma's homeland, Ireland. Please, I don't care if I have to crawl there when I'm 80. I'll be there. I'll see you later. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. That's crazy. This is why democracies die, because not everybody can handle it. Yes. All right, guys, I'm looking at the time. I got to go, and I, I have a headache, too. So uh, thank you all for hanging out. I need to go lay down. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for all that you do. I will see you hopefully during the week. Have the whatever. Stay safe.